in Ceredigion, not easy for someone to say, Ceredigion in Wales, four years ago, on Sunday the 1st of November, so this week, four years ago, a new UK record was set. Does anyone know what it is? Rainfall, that's a, that, 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 that's a good guess. It might be for Ceredigion. Might be for Wales. No. Um, the record had stood since 1946. So it stood a long time. It wasn't rainfall. It was the hottest November day. <coughs> The hottest November day. It was 22.4 Celsius. One of the things in our country that we tend to do is talk about the weather. You know, it's what Don jumped to there. David mentioned something about the weather before we came in. On the door this morning after the service, I shook hands with a number of people at the front door and nearly every one of them commented either on the blue sky or the chill wind or maybe how they'd been caught in the rain the other day and how the weather was different today. We like to talk about the weather. Only one member of the congregation talks about the sermon based on John 8. <laughs> and that thing about uh, truth and how the truth will set us free. In fact, a social anthropologist did a study in 2010 where of the, the British respondents... 94% said that they had talked about the weather in the previous six hours. It's what we do. It's what we do. We talk of the weather for two key reasons. One, because it's obvious truth. You know, it's there. We can say, well, it's dark now, but it was blue sky earlier. You know, and it'd be difficult to disagree with that. We know it. It, 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 it. It's something that doesn't provoke debate in that sense. You know, it, it's harmless. And so we make that little bit of social small talk rather than something that might be more important. And the other reason is that in Britain we do get hot days in November and cold days in summer, sometimes. You know, I've camped in May when I was a teenager and the temperature dropped to minus 20 overnight on a May bank holiday weekend. It was pretty brutal, I'll tell you. Uh, we get much variation in temperature. 
person I was talking to about getting caught in the rain had said how they'd felt the warmth of the sun on their face as they'd stood chatting on the high street. And then they'd gone into the newsagents and come back out five minutes later. And it was wet. We talk because of that variation. We have the large landmass to the east and a big body of water to our west, and it makes all sorts of things different. And that's why perhaps this country has generally led the way with forecasting and scientific study of weather, not just our small talk on the high street or at the door of the church. Of course, less accurate forecasts have always been about red sky at night, shepherd's delight or sailor's delight, depending on where you come from, or some other sense, perhaps given in Matthew's Gospel, Matthew 16, refers to that red sky at night. <laughs> and in Luke 12, when you see a cloud rising in the west, immediately you say a shower is coming. In Jesus' day, they could forecast the weather to some extent. But the outlook ahead that the crowd are asking for is not the weather for the coming week, is it? It's not whether it's going to be a good week for my half-term break. It's the coming of God's kingdom. How can we see it? How can we know it? What will predict it? Jesus' response is two-stranded. In brief, it's because of the now and the not yet. In the now, the kingdom is here. But the not yet is because we're still waiting. We cannot see the kingdom coming because the kingdom has already arrived. We cannot see the kingdom coming because it says here, the kingdom of God is within you. Or, if you look at the footnotes, among you. Or, if you look at a newer version of NIV, in the midst of you. It's in them words that's a bit hard to translate. But there's a sense that it's here already. The kingdom is here. We, thankfully, are surrounded by air. We can't see the air arrive. It's here. It surrounds us. And we can't see the air moving. But we do see the impact it has, blowing leaves or bending branches. We don't see the actual force picking the leaf up and wriggling it about, but we see the leaf move. We see the impact of the air being present in wind. 
The people need to open their eyes and think of what they have seen and what they have heard to be happening. <coughs> Immediately before this passage is the reading that we had two weeks ago when we thought of the ten lepers. There we are, ten individuals, a mixed population, outcasts, spawned by society, who are cleansed of their illness. Given a new freedom of life. Released from the captivity that held them and prohibited them from interacting with society. It's a sign of the kingdom being present. One of the many signs of the kingdom which have been witnessed but yet not understood of what they are. Jesus's earthly ministry before we get to Holy Week <coughs> is bringing forth the kingdom just as he proclaimed when he read from the scroll of Isaiah in the Nazareth synagogue. The spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners Recovery for the sight of the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. It doesn't seem that long since I read that bit. But this is it, isn't it? This is Jesus' proclamation of kingdom. If the people want to see the kingdom, then these are the things that they should be looking for. And these are the things that are happening. Because Jesus is there, bringing his kingdom presence. Yet the Pharisees, in the presence of the light of the kingdom, have themselves become blind. It's as if they were stood outside at the bus stop outside the butchers, right? And they are asking the driver of a big blue vehicle that emits diesel fumes and has the number 272 written on the front of it, when is the 272 going to get here? You know, when's the bus going to arrive? This is what we want to see. We want to see the bus. We want to get on the bus. But the bus is there. The vehicle for the way ahead is present. But the people are oblivious. The kingdom is here and they've gone, when's the kingdom going to come? But as I've said, the kingdom's dual stranded. It's the now and the not yet. So we see the action of the kingdom and are called to engage in God's mission, seeking the kingdom to grow. 
That's what we're called to do. But it will forever be incomplete until Christ's return can make the kingdom be present in all its fullness. We want to see fullness. It's right for us to engage in the world in a way that will see the kingdom grow. But yet, it will always be incomplete without that second coming. And that second coming cannot be predicted. Even though many fools over the years maybe have tried to convince people otherwise. We can forecast weather with greater and greater accuracy with powerful supercomputers. Of the five most powerful computers in the UK, four are used to study the weather. And the fifth one belongs to the people I used to work for. <coughs> when people try to number crunch the Bible, to identify the signs and then extrapolate that into our present time, they will always have it wrong. It's a pointless exercise. It simply provides false prophets and foolish, cultish behavior. And Jesus tells us in this passage not to engage that way. But instead, the thing we have to do is to be constantly ready. Constantly ready for that day of his return. To be pure of heart, offering all of oneself to God. And the possessions that we have are ultimately worthless at that time when he does come. It's no use hanging on to them. The things of earth that we cling to would be like a shipwrecked sailor grabbing towards a lead brick. Rather than float, it pulls the sailor under to the bottom of the sea. We need to hold on to something a lot more stable. Something that survives the storm. Something that gives us life. The rock of our salvation. Jesus Christ. The kingdom is here. It is in our midst. It can be within us. But as individuals, we can choose to see it and proclaim it. Or instead, we might rather talk about the weather. I wonder which we will be doing this week. Amen.